Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Wieslow. Welcome to Boss to Boss. Today's guest is a wife, international speaker, and first lady at the Billion Dollar Body. She made her first six figures in the health industry and has gone on to be the founder of a seven-figure lifestyle brand that is impacting tens of thousands of men all over the globe with her husband. They currently host the Power Couple episode on the Billion Dollar Body podcast, where they chat about how to be successful in both marriage and business. Amanda is a top 30, under 30 influencer, nominated one of San Diego's most influential women, and has been featured on Forbes, Oxygen, and Influensive. Amanda Bailey. It's a pleasure Thanks to have you on. Thanks for having me, Hero. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Yes, yes. It's been a long-awaited episode. I, uh, yeah. I, don't, I can't believe I didn't have you on earlier and sooner. Thank you, you so much. I'm excited. You're welcome. Uh, do you want to give us a little other, uh, any other tidbit? What does it mean uh, to be first lady at Billion Dollar Body? Well, I am the co-founder of a men's company, which is really fun. Right. So yeah, that's what they call me. I'm like pretty much usually the only girl in the room at the events and running, you know, a company that's full of all men is it, it definitely has um, its pros and its cons. Uh, but I love what I do. It's so amazing being in the men's empowerment space mm-hmm. when most women are in the women's empowerment space. So it's been really fun. My husband and I run it together, like you said. So it's been an amazing journey so far. And we just got done with our three-day mastermind here in San Diego with our our guys. And it's about 45 men. And it was just amazing to see the transformations, the lives changed. And um, as a woman that's empowering these men, it's definitely different because I was talking to a woman there and I was like, man, like, why is it, why do you like, why are people having such hard challenges in their marriage? Mm-hmm. And why is it like so hard for men to go out there and accomplish their dreams? And I was talking to this girl and she said, it's because they don't have a supportive wife. Like the wife, the girlfriend behind the man is literally their backbone. And if a guy's being beat down and told that he's not worth anything, can't do anything, you know, why should he take risks? Why should he go after his dreams? Then he's not going to do that. So it's definitely interesting how a woman talked about that to me. She was like, yeah, a lot of women beat their husbands down and then complain about them mm-hmm. when they're the ones that are telling them that they can't do anything. So why would a man believe that he could if his wife is telling him that? So it's this big, long thing, but I, I really love being, being the woman that's being there and, and empowering these guys and saying like, Hey, like find a woman that treats you well, treat her really well and empower each other. So that's why I love being in the men's empowerment space because it's, we all need empowered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely know what you mean. And I know it's something you, uh, you are very strong about, you know, you're, I know you, it's something you really push and it, for anybody out there, um, as they're listening to the episode, as they're listening to it, uh, on, on the podcast or YouTube, uh, Facebook, 
where where can they reach out um, to just hear more about you and so they could look look you up as they're listening? What's the best spot to find you? So the best spot is I'm on Instagram all the time. So you can just, uh, if you want to talk to me, message me on Instagram at Amanda Barely. And then if you want to listen to the podcast, uh, Nicholas and I do every single Friday, we, we come on together and talk about uh, how to be a power couple and just like the challenges and the, the tips and the tricks that we're learning along mm-hmm. the way. Um, that's at the Billion Dollar Body Podcast. That can be found on Spotify and Apple and you know every podcast platform. Yes, and I can definitely uh, vouch for that. Um, I have listened, and I will continue to listen. Definitely a great platform, and you can hear the, the new Power Couple episodes, right? That yeah. uh, started airing uh, just just recently, right? I can't. Yeah, a couple been, months ago, couple I months think. Ago, right? I think that we're on like our 18th episode almost, so it's been fun. Yeah, it's such an important topic. It's it's niche, but it's not too niche. It's like. It's great because so many, you know, I think it's something that a lot of people should look into, especially if if you're going to live together, you're going to be together, you know, why not live and do these things together and really be successful? Yeah. Just, uh, I guess, let let the listeners know, is there a moment in time in your life? You know, you've come a long way. You've done a lot of things. What was a specific time that you kind of had that breaking point and you were just like, you know, this is it. Enough is enough. I, I want to. I want to be a boss. I want to, I want to take control, just kind of, you know, build something from scratch, be a part of something. When was that moment in your life? So the first moment was when Nicholas and I first got married and we didn't want to work apart. And I remember like, I've never even shared this on a podcast before, but I remember being like, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to get a job? Like now that we're married, I need to go do something. Cause we were like going to school So I was like, well, you know, I really love health, so it'd be fun to work at Trader Joe's. So like, I was like, I'll apply for Trader Joe's or something. And then um, I was like, but I also really like the beauty industry. So maybe I'll go to like be a cosmetologist. Like that could be fun. So I was like weighing out all these different options and like really wondering what am I supposed to do? How am I going to make money? But I was always very like entrepreneurial. I just didn't really have any training on it. I was like, oh, maybe if I work at Trader Joe's, I can like help spread like, you know, being healthy or something. So that's what really like defined right then and there. I was like, I don't want to get a job. Like I don't want to work 40 hours a week away from my husband and he didn't want to do the same thing. So we just jumped into that company and we did really, really well for uh, over a year. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we kind of lost it all. Uh, after that year and we had to rebuild and find out what we wanted to do again later. Uh, but that was the first initial point. It was like, what am I going to do to make money? I don't want to work for anyone else. So how am I supposed to do this? I think it's a great way. And even though like, I'm not, I'm personally, I, I wouldn't go and do the network marketing for ex- but I think it's a great way. I've done it myself. So I got the experience. I could talk about it cause I've done it. And, yeah, pretty much every entrepreneur has a, been in a network marketing. It's a company. great way to start. It's such a good place to get free resources. You know, you learn for free on the spot, and you're not at the end of the day, you're not as responsible for things as you would be when you eventually, if you make that sh- jump ship to running your own thing. I think it's a yes. great way, great way to start. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that taught us so much about personal development. Mm-hmm going out there and talking to people, um, really like how to sell people into a vision. And I don't think, I think the reason a lot of entrepreneurs are failing now is they don't know how to sell. Mm -hmm. 
and that's something that I even struggled with back then. Like I, I was good at some parts of it, but I needed to really work on that. And thankfully Nicholas is really good at sales, as you know. So then when he teamed up and we, you know, really started doing the health and fitness stuff online with coaching, that's when it took off. You know, Mm -hmm. I could do a lot of the stuff, but I needed more of the sales side of things to get people to, to buy into the vision, to buy into, you know, whatever we were selling them. And so that's when it, when our business really took off a few years ago, like how can we, you know, fill a need, solve a problem Mm -hmm. and like provide value at the same time that people want this and it gets really good results. So when we like mix that all together, then we really, um, found a good, found a good niche. So you really used exactly what you were learning and just kind of took it a step further now and it's husband and wife. Do you think Mm -hmm. that gets in the way? Do you think that, um, the, the roles like, does it, is there a difference that like, you know, does the male have to be in control at all times? How do you feel about that whole situation? Is it, is it different for you guys compared to anywhere else? Um, it is, it is a little different, but at the end of the day, um, Nicholas is the leader, um, in our relationship and, you know, he leads most parts of the business. You know, what I'm in charge of, that's where I lead. Um, but I do always like to consult. I'm very much of a team player. So mm-hmm. I like to be on the same page on the decisions that we're making. And so that's something that we're definitely growing in. Um, but yeah, I mean, most, most partnerships married, you know, that are married, mm-hmm. either they do super, super well, like they crush it and are yep, like, dang, yep. like, how did they do that? Or they ethically fail and they end up getting a divorce uh, because there's just, it's so, there's just so many facets to it. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to be so comfortable with, you know, not getting offended, not taking yes. things personal and lot, not letting, you know, the feelings of work get into, you know, your marriage. So um, that's why we do the Power Couple episode is, you know, how do we build the relationship while we're building a business and and keep that really successful? So that's what we talk about because there's really not a lot of people talking about that. And oh, yeah. um, and I do think that, like, some people will just work better together because, mm-hmm. If you have two people that are the same personality working together in the business, like it can really clash. Yes. Um, and so it's good when you have, uh, you know, some person who has really good strengths in this area, this person has really good strengths in that area. And then it's like two really powerful people that can complement each other really, really well. So, um, that's how Nicholas and I are, but I do know that like Lori and Chris Harder, they're yes. very similar mm-hmm. and they just had to hire people at all the stuff that they sucked at. <laughs> so, you know, you got to choose one. Yeah. Right. right? That's the other end of really, the spectrum. Yeah. So that's how Nicholas and I have built it really big by just us two. And now we have, you know, a team now, um, is cause we were both really good at that, that side of things. We were, we had our equal strengths and weaknesses. So, Put put another uh, scenario uh, just out there. You know, obviously, what you have here, it, it's working. I mean, it, it's pretty obvious. It's it's working great, and you know, you two are thriving. What if it was a scenario where now there's also a couple, or it's the male and female being in a leadership role, but the roles are reversed. Now the female's more in control. She has more of the power, and you know that that does happen. I don't. Th- it doesn't happen as often. Uh, but what if that does happen? How do you feel about that? Do you think that it puts the male down to, you know, what he's out here to do. 
or do you think that that's totally acceptable? That kind of scenario. How do you feel about that? I don't really think that it's bad at all. I think that it's um, just different roles. Mm -hmm. If you think one role is more important than the other, that that's not teamwork. You know what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. saying, well, the point guard is, you know, better than, I don't even know basketball that well, but you know, whatever than the other position, Mm -hmm. like it's not, it's just being really biased. You know, everyone has a role and everyone's important. Yeah. Nicholas is the attractive character of our business. And if he wasn't out there, like, like it looks like he is, you know, the number one, you know what I mean? Like, and, but if he didn't have all of us to, you know, back him and support him, like he Mm -hmm. couldn't do what he does well, you know, at his capacity. So I don't really think that anyone should look at their role as less important or anything like that. The girl might be the attractive character like Lori Harder was. Chris Harder was in the background managing everything. Yes. Encouraging Lori every single day when she probably wanted to quit, when she thought she did horrible. Mm -hmm, And without mm -hmm. Chris, Lori couldn't go out there and do what she does as well because she didn't have that encouragement from Chris. So I I don't think that any role is less important, but I think it's cool, you know, when uh, a guy, you know, steps up and supports his wife or significant other in that role. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, don't ever look down at your other partner and be like, I'm better than you. Like, that's not healthy for a relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and I mean, it's, I think it's a huge topic and I think it's also kind of taboo. And so I love that, you know, you two talk about it a lot of people don't like to talk about it, you know, just based on the system, the world that we live in, it's been a, yeah, changes are being made, but it's been a pretty patriarchal system. Yeah. And for the most part, you know, the male is there to provide though, you know, what if, well, how do you feel about the roles changing going forward? You know, what do you think? Do you think we could survive where now, you know, the females are being empowered and, the, the roles are changing, you know, men, men are staying at home. They, they are. And it's kind of, it's inevitable. And like, how do you feel about that? Well, I think it's all a mindset. You mm-hmm. know, if a man thinks staying at home is more feminine and he starts acting more feminine and the woman starts acting way more masculine, like, mm-hmm. um, the man still needs to act masculine, you know? And, uh, even if the woman is being masculine in her job, she doesn't need to come home and show so much masculine in her relationship. And so I think that it's, it's not, I guess why, why not? Like what, what, what if that does happen? Like, what do you, how do you feel about that? I just really don't know any woman who wants a feminine man to be nurtured and taken care of. And she's always the one doing that for him. And she can never feel that he's doing that for her. She's going to look outside places to get that nurturing. Does that make sense? It and does. To get I mean, that, that masculine, like that uh, leadership, that protection. I want to give you an example of a couple that I think is doing it really, really well. Yeah. So Sarah Blakely is a self-made billionaire. Yes. Very powerful woman. But she married a man who also was very powerful because a powerful woman needs a powerful man to operate um, and to thrive, in in my opinion. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I think that what that's what powerful women want is they want to be powerful. Women want to be powerful. and, And that's every woman's right to do that. 
but we need an even more powerful man to lead us. Does that make sense? Because that's what we want. We just, and that's what makes us feel safe. That's what makes us feel led and taken care of because. But does every female you think out there think that way? From my opinion and every woman that I've talked to, yes. Here's the thing. A lot yeah, of powerful yes. women don't actually ever want to get married because they've mm. never truly met a powerful man that can lead them in a way that makes them feel safe, but also empowered. Okay. So, yeah, That sounds like a very, that sounds like an, like a good balance. Right. And that's what you're trying to achieve is what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I don't I don't believe that um, like there's leadership for sure in a relationship that there's not dominance. You know, one person's beating the other person down and being like, yeah. I'm the I'm dominating you like that's mm-hmm. not healthy at all. And a woman who's operating out of that um, is a- operating out of hurt and out of a wound. So if a woman's operating out of like, oh, men are stupid, I'm never going to get married blah, 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 blah. I'm better. I don't need a man yeah. to help me and support me. I'm on my mm-hmm. own. I've seen it. That's not coming out of a place of being powerful. That's coming out of a place of, of weakness because they have a wound. They have a hurt towards a man and they need to heal that first because you shouldn't like, they're just, they're lashing out on all men based on probably one guy that hurt them. Right. So Sarah Blakely and oh. her husband, Jesse, they're amazing. And, you know, she's been she's been able to be a very powerful woman in her own stance, but also she married a very powerful man, too. And they have a, obviously from what I can see and I've met them is they have a great relationship. They have four kids together and they're both doing crazy epic things in the world. And they're not saying I'm better than him or mm-hmm, she's better mm-hmm. than me or anything like that. They each have their own roles. You definitely, that was very valuable, by the way. Thank, like, I'm sure the listeners will find that super valuable. And, um, wow. Do you, I might and, hurt some ladies feelings if they're listening. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very, I'm very about, you know, equality and myself and I'm, I'm just, do you think that we're, do you think we're making the right movement here? Like, do you think that what's happening in the world right now, do you think we're heading the right place? Do you think we've, do you think we've done enough towards women empowerment or do you think more still needs to be done. Like, where are you at with that? I, I'm all for more women empowerment, but I'm more for the right women empowerment. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of women empowerment. That's not women empowerment. It's men shaming and putting men down. It's not actually empowering a woman. An example is, is the, the message of that. I don't need a man. I can provide, I can Mm -hmm, provide mm -hmm. on my own. I don't need anyone to take care of me. You know, we're going to rise up. The future is female. When you're saying the future Mm -hmm. is female, you're saying that females are better than males, which is not a quality at all. It's they're trying to reverse it because for so long the male has been, you know, the leader in a lot of areas of life. Um, But they don't want to just make it equal. A lot of them actually want to make it unequal again. Hmm. where the woman's better than the man. So I'm saying that I love women empowerment. I love women speaking up, protecting themselves, honoring themselves, going after the roles that they want in their jobs, standing up for their bodies, all that stuff. I'm just not saying that they should be putting men down and saying that we don't need men in the workforce anymore. We don't need men taking care of us and providing for us and all this stuff. Because if you have that mentality 
you're just going to be putting down that, that man in your life, your brothers, your dad, whatever, that we don't need them. And that's not, that's not nice. Women deserve the same opportunities as men. But I think also as a, um, as a woman, you have to take responsibility. You can't play victim. I -hmm. never play victim in my Mm -hmm. life. And I think that women sometimes do play victim of, oh, like I don't get paid as much. Well, did you ask for that? Did you fight for that? If you didn't, then you have no right to say that and complain. So anything in life, you know, if you're not getting paid that amount of money that you want, then you have to fight for it. You have to speak up for it instead of buying into the, 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 you know, the facts or, you know, the history of, well, you know, that's not fair. And, and women just make less than men, you know, and buying into that rather than rising up and saying, no, I'm gonna, you know, take that as, you know, that's mine. So Mm -hmm. I think the reason why is women haven't spoken up about it and they haven't fought for it. And I don't think that you should complain about it. You should just take action and make it happen. Right. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it's not I mean, necessarily the guy's fault. Uh-huh. They actually say that in corporate America, a lot of women don't go after the same job as guys because they're they don't they lack self-confidence to go after that job. Even though they're more pre-qualified, they lack the self-confidence to go after that job when the guy is not as qualified, but they just are going to risk it all and go after that job. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's not necessarily a man's fault that he got the job over the girl. It's that the girl was afraid to go after the same job. Hmm. So I just think that you should take responsibility and stop complaining. Wow. Okay. That's, uh, that's a great way to put it. That's a great way. So for the listeners out there, the ones that are, the ones that are debating, you know, what to do next in life. They're over here. They're they're stuck in their cubicle. For example, like I was a year and a half ago, and you know I I was there. It was a dark place. Though getting out there, and making something happen as well, it's it's not the easiest of things. It's not. It, it is. You know there there is stress. There is a lot that goes into it. Is there a word of advice or something, some big tip you would have for this person that's debating whether or not they should go out there, and if this kind of lifestyle is for them, or not? Yeah. I would say that I'm I I really like Gary Vaynerchuk's whole, you know, scenario of like He's the man. you know, just what he talks about like you have to choose what type of stress that you want. If you'd rather be stressed out sitting in a cubicle every day, you'd rather be stressed out trying to run a business, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do you want? Cuz there's going to be stress involved, there's going to be challenges involved. It's just like what which one are you willing to risk? Which one are you willing to go through? So if you'd rather handle stress and know that you're going to get paid every two weeks, do that. But -hmm. if you'd rather handle even more stress and make potentially a lot more money, then do that. But realize too, it's, it's, it is risky and you have to have a good risk tolerance, perseverance, tough skin, a good mindset to get through those challenges because there's a reason why not many businesses succeed in this world. There's a reason why most businesses fail within the first five to 10 years mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. of the lack of risk and perseverance and figuring it out and having that tough skin when you just want to quit and throw it all away because those days will happen a lot. 
<laughs> you know, you have, you know, that entrepreneur roller coaster thing. Yeah. I love it. That picture. It's like, Oh my God, I'm on it. I'm awesome. On it. And then like, I want to quit. This is the worst thing ever. Like it's a real thing. It is. I and just so, saw that picture actually like a week ago. And I was like, how did I never see this before? I wish somebody showed me that roller coaster picture before I started. Just so yeah. I know that's what I got myself into. Yeah. And the, and the, and the, once you can accept that, mm-hmm. it's easier to go through that stuff because you realize you're not the only one going through it. You're not. There's so many people going out through the same challenges. That's why I'm a firm believer in masterminds. That's why mm-hmm. we hold our own year-long men's mastermind because it's like if you don't have that, it is really, really hard to go through these challenges. It's lonely. But if you can have that group of people that's supporting you, that's mm-hmm. encouraging you, that probably has gone through the same stuff that you've gone through and they can be there to help you figure it out. You'll be that much more successful. I'm so So big on masterminds. I I can't like, I can't talk about them enough and credit them for what they are. They're, they're a great thing. Why, why, where are you with like a women's version of billion dollar, billion dollar, like, you know, empowering women the full, full way to, you know, total leadership. Is that happening? Is that something that might happen one day? It might happen one day. Um, Right now I'm really focusing on scaling the the men's, the men's message for a little Mm -hmm. while. Um, And then I'm really passionate also about uh, couples. So we'll probably roll out something for the couples in the group Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. for men and women to do together. And the same message that we're kind of teaching the guys, we can teach both of them at the same time and get them all involved and, you know, how to be a power couple. So that's something that I really am excited about because, um, you know, like I said, you can do when a couple becomes aligned, when they can Mm -hmm. become on the same vision, when they can really support each other and empower each other, uh, they can do so much greater things when they're both on board with the same vision rather than, you know, not being on the same vision and one being down here and the other person being up here. And, you know, we see that a lot and it doesn't mean that the the man and, and the woman have to be in the business together. It just means that they have to be supportive of the same goals in life. Exactly. And, um, yeah, cause like I said, running a men's company, I hear a lot like, Oh, my, my, my wife won't let me join this program. And then I'm like, okay, well let's figure that out. Mm-hmm, Why mm-hmm. is that? You know, why isn't she on board for you growing and building a business? Why isn't she supportive of you? Why doesn't she trust you? Let's figure those things out. So here's a tip for everyone listening. Uh-huh. Focus. Too many people out there focus on 50 million things and they wonder why they're not freaking successful. It's because their eyes are on so many things. The reason why Nicholas and I are successful is because I have focus. And mm-hmm. until I, I run this business very successfully, you know, we, we have a goal to hit $3 million in this next year. Wow. I, I personally can't be doing three different things at the same time. Okay. And also I want to start a family. So this is something that, mm. you know, I am being focused on what I need to focus on because it's easier to grow something that's already working right? You need to prosper where you're planted. So if you already have a good thing going, if you already have a few clients, you know, we always tell our, our client, our guys that are in our program, it's like, what do you have right now? That's somewhat working or working well, let's grow that to seven figures and then focus on 
the other projects you want to work on, you know, the podcast, the, the speaking stuff, all this other stuff you want to do. Let's grow this to, to allow you to have the income and the freedom to step back and focus on stuff that might not make immediate cash. Right? So for me, I'm focusing on this and growing this to be wildly successful and change hundreds of thousands of lives. And then once I master this and I feel like, okay, you know, this is running really smoothly. I can step out of the business, you know, working 50, Mm -hmm. 60 hours a week. I can owe a lot more time to other projects. So that's personally my motto in life. And that's why I tell everyone, like, I love the women's idea and I will totally do it one day, just not at the moment. Because I know that if I go out and I build this other thing, it's going to kill what I already have going on. I respect that fully. I think that's such a great way to put it. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to touch on that anymore. That's (laughs) that's a great way to put it. Thank you. I feel like you might've been asked that before. Maybe, maybe not. Just probably like 150 times. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we're on to our listeners' favorite segments of the show. Welcome to the round with no name because they're this all This round, taken. you will only get five seconds to answer every single question. Okay. You don't so have to answer it. Show. Yes, yes, you are. And you have to initiate the answer within five seconds. We could always elaborate after. We just want you to think on your feet and just throw something out there without without thinking, overthinking it too much. Okay. And uh, worst case, if, uh, if we don't get it done in time, I've producers lurking around here somewhere hopefully i hopefully i don't have to deal with them okay (laughs) what is your favorite book favorite book is the bible who has been or is currently your greatest mentor nicholas all right all right all right stranded on an island what is the one item you want with you Food, like food. It's unlimited amounts of food. That's actually like a first. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Is entrepreneurism a fad? Yes. All right. Is voice specifically podcasts, audiobooks, are they the future? Yes. Is how do you how do you drink your coffee? Uh, black or I get a coconut milk latte. All right, all right. Is there a specific uh, brand that you drink? Oh, uh, just really good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> really good coffee. Love it. Is there one item you consume every day? Something you, maybe you wear, you might drink it, eat it. You need it every single day. Be very specific. It's something you can't live without. It makes you you. Oh, man. Can I say coffee? <clears throat> uh, I was supposed to be a buzzer, but. <laughs> I need it every day. So there you go. <laughs> All right. The fine. Then let's break it down. You said you do the coconut milk latte? Yeah. Coconut milk. Where do you go and get it? Or do you make it yourself? I get it at different coffee shops in town. Oh, wow. So there's not one specific item. You just you go all around. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. All I right. mean, I guess I could say... Um, one thing had to have every if day. If I came into town and I'm like, I need my coconut milk latte now, the one spot you'll tell me I have to go to. And get well, it. the only spot that's everywhere is Starbucks. So okay. I'd have to say Starbucks is the only place that's everywhere. Okay. All right. That works. I'll have to remember that next time I next time I see you guys. You got to be walking okay. around with a cup. Hopefully I'll see you and I'll be able to give it to you. <laughs> How do you feel about 
white socks with black shoes? Well, I wear mismatched socks with all my shoes, so really? I'm fine with it. Yes, I never mm. wear I never wear the same color sock on each foot. I don't take the time to put together two matching socks. Oh, I'm just man. like whatever. No one's ever said anything about it. Oh, everyone thinks it's funny. Oh, so if anything, you think it works in your advantage because it starts the conversation? Yes. Everyone loves it. A lot of people have told me, I don't know if it's just more of a towards a male sort of thing, but to never, ever wear white socks with black shoes. Uh, Mm. Like that you would, that you're not looked upon in the same way. Some people wouldn't take you as seriously. And I'm always, you know, I'm always here. I'm always, I love testing limits. So I'm so curious to know, to hear you're cool. Whatever, you're cool do it. it. You're cool with it, right? Do it. All right. If there is, uh, if you if you had an unlimited amount of money right now, and you kind of you could do anything you want with it. There's one business, one industry you wanted to start today. What would it be? If I had unlimited amount of money, yes, I would start a wine business, an organic wine business. Oh, that is awesome. That is clever. Where would you? Uh, would you make it Cali based? Yeah. It's got to be, right? Do you have a name yeah. for it? Do you have a name for it? Are you going to trademark it would, be, it? it would be my last name, barely. Oh, awesome. Yep. That's sweet. All right. I but will not, what's crazy, don't worry. I will, I will not steal your idea. I will one day. Yeah, I know you will. Yeah. I know you will. I, I have zero doubt. I have zero <laughs> doubt. Well, that being said, you're still there. I'm still here. Steve Wiley, the producer, is not lurking around anywhere anymore he actually left so we're safe good we survived (laughs) can you uh elaborate really quick on entrepreneurism being a fad what's your take on that um i just think that yeah i think just that a lot of people don't really want entrepreneurship as bad as they think they do you know they think it sounds cool they think it's actually like a um something better than what they're doing right now. And um, yeah, I just think that a lot of people want to be like the CEO of a company um, when really all they want to do is like a certain part of the company. Does that make sense? So what really is like they need to hire a lot of team, you know, a big team to help them with all the stuff because they don't really want to do any of it. Mm -hmm, They mm -hmm. just want to do one thing or they – or they just, you know, need to align with someone else's vision and help them bring that out. And, you know, yeah, I just think it's it's something that some people think it's a, an easier thing to do than working a job, that it's a better thing when in reality it's it's a lot of risk and, you know, everything can change in a day. So just realizing, you know, who you are to the core. And um, like for me personally, I could work for a company as one of like the leaders, the main leaders of the company. I could do that because that's the type of my personality. Uh, but other people just cannot do that. So, you know, they should just work for themselves. But for me personally, like, yeah, I love running my own company. But mm-hmm. if something happened and, you know, a huge company asked me to be one of the top leaders, like I would take it if I had to. Exactly. And um, so what, you think there might there might be a correction in a sense, so you think that people will slowly get weeded out the fake oh, entrepreneurs yeah. or I guess people will get weeded out. 
And we tell people all the time, people, you know, look at us and, and they are like, Oh, I'd like to work for you guys. And then they're like, actually, no, I want to be an entrepreneur. And it's like, okay, well, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, that a lot of people just don't talk about. So, um, yeah. And like some people are like, like I said, only want to do one thing. And so like, I know people who are very successful entrepreneurs and you don't even know that they run the company. There's a very famous company and the guy who's the front of the company is actually the employee. Hmm. But you would never know. You think he is the owner. He's not. He's the employee. There's a bunch of entrepreneurs that are paying this guy to be the front of the company. Which company is this, if you don't mind? Do um, I'll tell you after the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. This is juicy. Maybe we could spill the beans on this in like a secret episode uh, or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was awesome. Uh, once again, everybody, be sure to check out and follow Amanda Bayerly. You can check her out on Facebook, Instagram. You can uh, also hear her live on the Billion Dollar Body Live, uh, the podcast. Uh, and mm-hmm. she, you're on the, you're on the Friday episode, right? Friday is the Power yeah. Couples. Friday is the Power Couples. Though you should be tuning in and listening to every episode as it is. Yeah. But, and for uh, the female entrepreneurs, I'm yes. with you. So please reach out to me. I'd love to talk with you. Exactly. Yeah. I know you mentioned that you're uh, – I know you're back at one point you were trying to, you were doing a group. Um, is that something you're still kind of, you're still yeah. doing with that? I have a Facebook group called the billion dollar babes, um, mm-hmm. that they can join if they want to. Um, like I said, I don't do a ton with that right now, but, yeah. um, yeah, I, I love helping women, you know, in their entrepreneur stuff. It's just something that I do for fun. Um, you know, I think when you run the business, when I have to run the business like that, then I have to charge them for that stuff you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's fun right now to just talk with them while it's free everybody tune in you know make sure you get a hold of amanda barely right now i uh it won't disappoint trust me it won't disappoint she's just filled with uh with knowledge and works with a lot of great people any closing thoughts closing thoughts anything i'll just go back to my last thing stop complaining and take action If you want something to happen right now in your life, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, dang it, why isn't this the way that I want it to be? You know, my income, my relationship, whatever it is, just quit the complaining and your life will drastically change. Period. Game (laughs) over. Boom. That was awesome. Amanda Bailey, it's uh, been a pleasure to have you on. We'll definitely be talking. Yeah, we'll definitely talk again soon and catch up with things. Yay. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit bossedtoboss.com where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>